0: Everyone right now will say like, come on, Amazon will launch a lot of bands around the Amazon. It's a lot of strict rules that we need to be, you know. You should understand that all these rules help you as a brand to grow your product sales uh, or like just brand awareness with the help of the all Amazon tools. Hey, everybody,
1: and welcome to another episode of the ad project podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe from ad advance. And today I'm joined by Vitaly from Profit Whale. So Vitaly, awesome to have you on the show. Yes. Hello,
0: Jerry. Thank you for your invite. It's it's also a pleasure to be yeah. So for those who aren't familiar with you or Profit Whales
1: kind of just give us a quick overview and like how you got going in the space and key things that you do at Profit Whales.
0: Yeah. So we started, uh, th- that is our like force here inside these like big sphere as the Amazon, we working exactly with the Amazon ads, but right now we have the Profit whales ads agency where we cover like the full service marketing agency. Right. So we cover like, not only the like scope of the Amazon advertising right now, now we just adding in also the cross channel, the DSP things, the creating of the landing pages if that feel needed for the advertising, you know. So we want to help brands to be on and out of the Amazon with the help of the all marketing tools and I guess like the most important with your all marketing budgets but like profitably, you know, like to find the best way for you. Sure. Sure. That's awesome. Yep. And
1: I, I love the space, you know, it's fun sitting in yeah, Cause like, yeah. you know, it, I mean, if you look at it, we're like competing agencies as we go, but I love the the content you, that you guys are putting out <laughs> and wanted your take on a lot of these items that, that we're talking through quite a bit as we go. And, and so one of those that, that I, I see you guys like to focus on, and we've been really focused on quite a bit lately too, is Amazon DSP. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of given our take on what it's like, but maybe just give us a a quick intro, kind of how you view DSP overall. And then from there, we can kind of jump into like some more specifics on like utilization and everything.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, as I have mentioned previously, I guess like the DSP for the Amazon sellers, it's one of the top tools for the 2022. because. A lot of updates we got uh, during the 2021, a lot of updates inside the, I mean, like inside the Amazon, in the case of the interface, in the case of the audiences, how to work with the different ad campaigns. We see the improvements in sponsor brands and sponsor display. And also we got these updates for the DSP. A lot of additional things just added. And I guess one of the most, like the biggest stereotypes that DSP is too expensive and DSP do not bring you any results and you couldn't track any analytics. I guess yeah, we should just ruin it. You know, we just uh, need need to show to the market again that you need to try that, you need to go for that. And I guess like two main directions inside the DSB. The first one is the remarketing campaigns. That is like. Uh, working much, much better, and you have a lot of analytics around them. And I guess we will speak more about that lately. And the second sure. one is the analytics, like the exactly the analytics around your final consumer, like around the people who like buying your products and uh, who they are, what is the interest, what about like your e-market audience? who to, like then you just grab this analytics and set up all other campaigns because now like the next trend is like the cross channel marketing and Let's find out how to connect, you know, all these dots together.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's funny that you bring it up too, like, cause that's a lot of pushback that I get when initially bringing up Amazon DSP overall yeah. is, you know, it's too expensive or we tried it before and we didn't get good results from it or, you know, there's not great reporting or different things like that. I, I think over time, so there were some early adopters who maybe got in and didn't see great results from the start. Or I've heard many cases where people went directly with Amazon for Amazon managed DSP, and they can be really good at spending the budget, Mm -hmm. um, but may not be as good at actually optimizing for overall results. And so, you know, it's interesting for me to hear too, because I I continually to get kind of the same pushback when recommending DSP overall. Mm -hmm that, you know, we tried this before, we heard that it doesn't get great results right? different things like that. I think a lot of it's in the
0: implementation. And most, most of the people, I guess, like <laughs> most of the Amazon sellers sure. who just previously used that, they will tell you exactly the same thing. Exactly the same. Our an idea, like on the beginning, it's like not as like Amazon, like ask you to rush. I mean, like, 40K per month and here is the sales sure. and anything like that. I, it's not something that will help you. A lot of Amazon sellers will go for that. I mean, like, okay, let's try, let's set up the account and everything like that. But our main understanding is that that is the tool that brings you with a lot of analytics and you need this analytics, like, first of all, that is the tool that helps you to connect your remarketing audience. Yeah, You you, you shouldn't pay every time inside the Amazon. like unique cost per click like unique one you know like you have every time only like new visitors but they couldn't be new they could be like the old one they just trying to check you again and again they just try to search the niche and you spend spending a lot when one buyer wants to find out is it good for them opportunity or not and clicking a lot of different ads and then purchase like you're just spending a lot of money and why you should, like, miss the remarketing, right? like And uh, the next question is how to work with that correctly. I mean, because you will have a, a several different strategies to set up all these campaigns for reaching out all these audiences and come back uh, to them or reach out uh, to them again and again, yeah, like yeah, with the different time periods, for example. So, yeah, we do not recommend, like, to start with the same budgets, like 40K per month. We just, sure. like, do that, uh, like, you know, uh, try to grow that from months to months, do go lower, see the feedback from like, in the case of the ROAS, for example, I guess that will be the best metric in the case of the sure. uh, DSP. Figure it out. Yeah. Because first months will be not so good. That that will be just the beginning. You should understand that. The DSP, it's all about the algorithms. It's much more than inside the Amazon PPC. It's it's only the algorithms, yeah, inside all the things. And uh, yeah, you, you need to wait till uh, algorithms will understand that you are relevant for these specific audiences. You are, you could sell more to these specific audiences. You need a lot of tests around that. And that will take time in the case of the optimization. It's not like just, you know, like as as many Amazon sellers just mentioned to me, what you will do on this setup, you will just turn off, uh, turn on the campaigns. Like, <laughs> okay, sure, I got you. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And for those who aren't familiar to on like the DSP side, like Vitaly is saying, there's a lot more like algorithms that are going on in the back end to help fine tune all those orders that we're setting up. You know, and so, I mean, from the basics to just like trying to tune around, like say like ROAS optimization. So they're going to be continually doing tests as they go and then figuring out which ones to, which audiences to really test or what creatives to type to push as you go so there's a lot more like tuning that goes on after these orders are in place and going um In terms of like initial budgets, so it's, it's cool to hear too, that you guys will get sellers started at a lower rate than, you know, the 35 to 40 K or whatever the, the key threshold is that Amazon is. And we definitely recommend that too. Like personally, I started as a seller and I would have a hard time just like saying, Oh yeah, here's 40 K like go for it. Yep. So how do you, do you have any like rules of thumb on where you get people started with for overall budgets on DSP? Maybe it's like a proportion of sponsored ad spend or anything like that?
0: Yeah, we have we have uh, like the average that we recommend to get started for one product is around like 5K. Sometimes we have like a three products for these exactly 5K. There is like a amount, not like the fixed one. It's like more to understand how quick we could spend it with the right number and enough options for the settings that we will do. Sometimes we spend like more than like two, two months to understand what exactly from what exactly sources we will get the traffic. And then of course we will have a chance to increase it to 10, 50 and that will work and uh, i guess one of the like main hypotheses that we right now see it's uh you have your the amazon ppc budget and uh, you could take a 10 percent uh, from this budget and put that to the dsp not because you need a lot of sales or that will be additional source on getting like some sales or additional source to getting more traffic or anything else it's more about the analytics you will pay exactly for the analytics to collect all this data and then like start start working with that, because there is a chance for you to not like miss the audience, yeah, with the help of the remarketing, and of course like to maybe then to discover additional things with the interests with the behavior campaigns or anything else, so you will have a chance to to expand it, sure. And how do you make the decision?
1: So with sponsor display, we've been given the option to now, you know, we we can you do audience views remarketing as we go. Mm. And so between like sponsor display and DSP, how are you typically allocating budget? Do you go to one or the other typically?
0: Like, how do you view that? Uh, You know, yeah, that is a really good question. Because actually, we do not believe so much inside the sponsor display as for the uh, DSP. <laughs> I don't know, okay. like uh, we, we just, you know, have done a lot of tests around that, like to understand where we like the remarketing more or where is like the best placements, but it's, it's not like the uh, case that you shouldn't use the D- uh, sponsor display. Yeah, because we're speaking with you about the Amazon with the uh, uh, with the click share and conversion shares and uh, the DSP is like one of the most important things for the exactly for the conversion share things that will influence Yeah, for you in the case of like your competitors and you exactly on like this attribution window that we will see so uh you should use the dsp and sponsor display and the main thing here is that you need to create it like the you know like the ecosystem from the analytics you should grab the data from dsp put that on the sponsor display and uh, to improve that to launch more cases more hypothesis and the same you should do from the sponsor display to dsp so for you it's like the one additional tools yeah you shouldn't like calculate it we have like the three inside the amazon ppc and dsp no you have the amazon tools with the sponsored products, sure. sponsored display brands, and DSP, and that will be the like the connection of all this stuff. Because then you will understand that first of all, it's one of the main tools that Amazon could use uh, for the external and internal traffic. Yeah, you you will have lots like then You will have a chance to launch and show your ads not only on Amazon. I mean, like you will have a a lot of space to get started with the different tests. And now people like like screaming that where I could grab more traffic to my listings from DSP, you you will have a chance to do that. You will have a really good ad types for that. Yeah, you will have a ad copies for that. So th- that will be awesome. So I think here should be a really good synergy around uh, these tools. And uh, it's difficult to answer in the case of like this pen because they will be different. I guess these people spent more in the case of the options just because in the case of the options that they haven't, I guess, in according to our experience, most of the Amazon sellers, they spent around like up to 5%, maybe 10 sometimes uh, from like a whole budget uh, of their account to the sponsor display. It's, it's like for sure. them, it's, it's, you know, it's it's like difficult to find out will this exactly tool will be useful for them or not. Should I, I know, protect my listings or not? Should I compete with top players on their listings and a lot of stuff.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, like kind of what you're saying. So, sponsored display, we typically see in terms of sponsored spend, like five to 10% going to sponsored display. And kind of where we're making the cutoff is like sponsored display, audience remarketing or retargeting <laughs> can be a great spot to start mm-hmm. um, as we go. But it doesn't have as many fine-tuned controls as we have within DSP, you know, like we like like to set like different look back windows as you go and you can cascade with your frequencies, Mm -hmm. like say in the, in the retargeting type strategies that we could implement. And so like you're saying, it's kind of hard to get a huge amount of volume or spend going to sponsored display. But it's a great tool to have too. And there may be some yeah. other placements that it's getting that you don't get with DSP, but then DSP can kind of just, it, it, there's a lot more that you can do with it overall. And so, for like analytics, like what's some key analytics that, that you guys are using on the DSP side um, that you're able to kind of supplement what you're doing on the sponsored side? Like, what, what's some key things that, that you tend to look at?
0: You know, the key things is, it's, it's all about the audiences that we could grab from there. I mean, that uh, sure. we have a uh, three different things as like lifestyle, the in market and lookalike audiences. If you will like get a chance to start your campaigns inside the DSP, you will see that exactly to these like main metrics uh, around like these three main types, you will see the, audiences and like clusterization that is so typical for the Google ads, for example, or so typical for the Facebook and Pinterest and like uh, any other social media campaigns sure. and uh, that is like so unique. I mean, for, for the each client, because, uh, I got a lot of like, I know qu- questions that's okay, but I have the brand analytics and what, what is next? <laughs> like, what do you will do? Sure. And like, yes, you have inside the DSP, you have much more data, more details. You will, you will understand about like the hobbies or maybe their statues or about the cars that they are riding or the hobbies that they exactly do. You will see, you will have a chance to create some hypothesis portraits, you know, around the, uh, who they are and why should I be like targeted on them exactly to these people. And, uh, uh the, the important stuff is that uh, Amazon is much better in the case of the analytics that than any other like social media or like the Google as like the platforms and the tools. Because when you like start doing like you just log in, create your account inside the Amazon, you put a lot of data inside. Like, first of all, then you do the not only search, you do not like only search and then Amazon like miss your data as like do the Google or as the social sure. medias do. Amazon absolutely understand what do you search in and what do you buy in in the case of like the long time of a t- long period of time. So they could create your final and ideal portrait based on all different stuff that you do, you, you they, they collect all this data and they do not like like send them like with the names or anything like that. But we absolutely understand who they are, who, who is these people and that is the case there is the case that with the help of this analytics about like the your portrait about the audiences that you have you have a chance to set up your all cross-channel things as the facebook as the pinterest as the google without any like a b test as people like name it yeah like we need to test your audience like for 5k per month and then we will provide you with the cpa that you will have no like no need you will have a really good understanding about who is your audiences that could purchase your products on Amazon. And if you will do the Amazon attribution, for example, and your final direction will be Amazon, here they are. Yeah, like no, no need, no need to test. And there is like the another way of the ecosystem, right? So you grab the data from the, first of all, from the Amazon, you could understand what is the best keywords working, what is the best audiences inside the sponsor brands and sponsor display like could convert. Then you go to the DSP, like to double check the audiences and collect more data. And like grabbing all this stuff, you have a chance to set up a Google with the keywords, Pinterest with the keywords, Google display with your audiences that you grab from that and uh, there is the ecosystem when you create the hypothesis for the Amazon and like another part that you will do. It's like all other things that you want to test. For example, you have a data from your website. I mean, like it's like it's, it's two different two different directions. Yeah, we have people who will trust Amazon and will buy on Amazon exactly. And people who do not trust Amazon, they don't then don't like to buy on Amazon and they will do their own research and buy on your website. It's like two different audience and you should understand that and create these hypotheses, different ads and compare. Sure. And, and I think you hit on a
1: really key point too. Um, when we look at different channels for advertising. So if it's Google, they're trying to tie search behavior to purchase intent. And if we look at Facebook, So Facebook is trying to track you in all these different spots to get like, even like browsing behavior or, you know, just how you interact with different people or who you're connected with. And at the end of the day, they're trying to tie that more to purchase intent so advertisers can use it. so they may have to make a pretty big leap right there and the audiences are not perfect. The beauty with Amazon is you have that purchase intent or that shopping behavior right there. It's direct because, you know, it is the primary Amazon is the primary shopping channel, it's the primary search tool for people who are looking to make a purchase. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like what you're saying, I think is is totally true and why we see such great results from DSP is that you can get really solid audiences because you don't have to make that major jump from just search behavior to purchase intent. You already have that purchase intent directly which is very powerful
0: right and people shouldn't understand that i mean everyone right now will say like come on amazon will launch a lot of bands around the amazon it's a lot of strict rules that we need sure. to be you know you know we couldn't use the super rare rails how to rank like, like our products or anything else but you you should understand that all these rules help you as a brand to grow like your like product sales or like just brand awareness with the help of the all amazon tools and if you will understand that you could not just click on the button create ad and launch it you have a chance to transfer and collect all this data through the different channels like through the different I know like landing pages your photos on your listings on your description you should understand that all this stuff is the it's ecosystem and uh, right now we just spoke about the like how to work with the analytics, the same you could do with the keywords. You should you should understand that the long term keywords, for example, like how to like, I don't know uh, how to make my uh, bedroom better, you know, like or any any ideas. It's like something that lifestyle things that could be added inside the Pinterest. And people like go for that exactly platform and specific audience go to this platform for finding the ideas, you know, like the mood boards or anything else and all your long term keywords on Amazon that do not provide you with a lot of sales will provide you with the sales on Pinterest. And the same for sure. the creatives, you know, you have a bunch of the channels to check your creatives for different audiences. And if you get one new creative that you just created with your social media manager or designer and you get a lot of sales, you could put these creatives to your Amazon store and like here it is. Yeah, like that will be something that attract and already converted. So all things, all dots should be connected here and I guess like uh, a lot of people just ju- just just missing that, and uh, I, I I don't know why. You have a lot of data inside the Amazon, and there's like the cool stuff.
1: Sure. So for sellers who are listening and maybe they've gotten going on say like DSP, but they're looking at other like off channel or offsite channels to start marketing themselves. So where do you start? I know you've just given a lot of ideas on different ways you can tie it in, but if I'm a seller and I'm trying to figure out where to start, like where would you recommend, whether it's channels or digging through the data to figure out which channels to go
0: on? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. There is a really great question because uh, it's like you know two main pro- parts that you should figure it out first of all are you the brand? like i mean like visually what about your creatives on amazon on your website on your social media are you like the same all around where you will do the advertising if not you should first of all like work on that yeah please be unique sure. Pre- please be a brand make all things in one color. Do not like ch- check your uh, latest post on your Instagram. If it, like two years ago, maybe you should like need to like create more posts. Yeah, around that. The, the same for the uh when we're speaking about like the uh, uh like launching and getting started with all these audiences, of course, will be to understand to like to grab more analytics. Yeah, like to understand with what exactly data you will go for. Uh, for like mm, creating some hypothesis. So first of all, try to analyze what data you have right now. And of course, if you want to get started with the like cross-channel things and like send all this traffic to your Amazon, please do that with the Amazon attribution without no like direct links. That will be my first recommendation. And the second one, do that please with the DSP. You should have a small DSP budget that will collect all these audiences and all this stuff because every time if you will not collect you will pay like the same amount each time when this exact seller will click on your ads and see your ads and then maybe purchase so Any external activities, you should be sure that you have a DSP because you will just waste your budgets or like a part of it you will absolutely waste again and again. And yeah, like based on the analytics, set up all other channels. And uh, that will be something that will help you to like outstand all your competitors in the case of the way of thinking, how you could use the marketplaces as the info and your like other channels as the info to get started. And like one of the top one that we right now just check and we rule up in a case of the arros, in a case of the audiences, quality of the traffic. It's like the Pinterest. I guess that could be crazy, but sure. but yes, it's it's like It's better than Facebook for for us, you know, in the case of the conversions, in the case of the traffic, they're invested a lot inside their advertising tools. And yeah, we really like that. Just just the way to understand how it's like different in the case of creating the creatives, you are not selling there. I mean, like, it's not like, Hey, I have a cool product, buy it. No, 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 that will not work. It's like, here is my room and uh, this humidifier will make it better. Yeah. That will be something that will help them.
1: Sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the tips overall. And it, it's fun too as we continue to expand out into these different channels, what, what are the key actions that you can do to really make yourself stay a step apart from the competition? You know, if you're just doing the same things that everybody else is doing, I You're just doing the same things everybody else is doing. So, you know, other (laughs) options like this, whether it's DSP or looking at the other channels, just making sure that you've got consistent branding throughout all these different channels, all those key pieces that you hit, I think are are really huge for long-term sustaining yourself and growing your brand on Amazon overall. absolutely
0: agree. Yes.
1: Yeah. So for any of those who want to follow you more, find out more about profit whales, like where should they go?
0: you could use our social medias for example or our website as the profitwells.com contact us if you will need any support or help any audits i don't know like plan and strategy for launching your brand or like scaling your brand we would be like happy to help you and uh social media you could add me and uh yes i will also help you with that my name is Vitali Hizniak. It's difficult to like find my surname. I absolutely understand. So (laughs) you could, you could do that with the help of the profit bills and yeah, you'll have a chance to find it.
1: (laughs) Well, Vitaly, it's been awesome to have you on. Thanks again for joining us as a guest. And for all those who are listening, thanks again for joining us on the ad project podcast. I hope to see you on the next episode.